There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode five of season one of Deadly Class. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was this was funny and messed up. Like I, but mo- more funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I don't know. I'm a sick person apparently. Oh yeah. Okay, so before we were really diving into this, there was a lot of it. I'm like, okay, is that real? Is it not real? What's happening? Right. So there was a lot of like head scratching. Yeah, a lot of tripping in this episode. (laughs) Yeah, I felt like I was tripping because I didn't know what was real and what wasn't. Right. All right, before we get into that, let's get into some ratings because we have ratings news. Yes, we do. Episode four brought in a 0.19 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.516 million viewers, making it the 46th rated cable show for the day. Up, up, up. And we have some live plus seven days. What? Yeah. Shock. (laughs) For episode two, tied for 18th in adults 18 to 49 total gain, going from a 0.1 to a 0.4 for an increase of 0.3. It was first in adults 18 to 49 percentage gain, increasing by 300%. Yeah, that's because once people figure out what this is, they're like, what the hell? This is awesome. Yeah. Now, it just missed the top 25 in viewers' total gain, going from 0.438 to 1.053 million viewers for an increase of 0.615 million viewers. Well, that made it fifth in viewers' percentage gain, increasing by 140%. So their percentage gains were 300% in 18 to 49 and 140% in percentage gain in live plus seven. Nice. Very good numbers. Yes. This and this episode. Oh, my gosh. I've been talking about this show at work like crazy. Like anybody who was willing to listen to me, basically. I'm like, you've got to watch this show. (laughs) Yes. And then I start going on like, no, 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 no. I don't want to give it away. Just watch the show. So I'm really hoping that I'm not the only one that's doing that. Obviously, by these numbers, I'm not. But this is, I don't know what it is. It just kind of sucks you into it. And it doesn't even feel like we're on episode five. It feels like we're further along in the series. Right. So, and I'm already going to script the title. What the heck is the title of this episode? (laughs) I'm thinking it's Sauded. Okay. I don't know how to say it. I don't know what it was. So I didn't look it up. Right. <laughs> Maybe I should have. But episode five, Sauded, on a mission to Las Vegas to kill Billy's dad, Marcus accidentally takes way too much acid. <laughs> okay, Sci-Fi, thank you for at least giving us a much better recap, you know, mini recap. Because some of the stuff for some of the shows, really? 
Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's funny, though, because, yeah, this whole thing. All right. Let's start at the beginning where we have Marcus in what looks like it's a police station. Later, we find out it's like just a security room. Right. With a Vegas cop looking at his ID. And Marcus is freaking the hell out because if you listen to him, it's acid and speedball and coke and alcohol. It's like, where did you get all of this? And how are you not dead? Yeah. And then in comes Master Lynn. And I was like, oh, you're so screwed. Oh, because no what's the cardinal rule? Don't, Don't get, get caught. caught. I was like, you are super screwed. And you have another officer speaking to Lynn. And they're kind of laughing in the background because it's like faded out where you can't really see them really well. Right. And then Marcus is Again, going on and on in his head. Thankfully, not saying this out loud. Right. <laughs> he sees the blood on his hands. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so screwed. They're going to see this and I'm done. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's happening? Where are we? When are we time-wise? Exactly. <laughs> Talk about a a real acid trip to start the episode. This was one of them. <laughs> right. Eyes were all crazy bloodshot. That's not oh, yeah. not even like normal bloodshot. So no, no, this was way worse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what was going on there, but we get to go back in time and just a couple hours, I'm assuming, <laughs> and we get to see our little crew: Billy, Marcus, Willie, Maria, and Saya, all in Saya's car, heading to Vegas. And... I thought Willie was the only one who had a car. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Right. And Sayas is a nice that car. Nice uh, Chevelle from uh, The Purge. This was right up there with it. Yeah, that was a nice, nice convertible. And Billy and Maria are in the back sharing a joint, but Willie passes. And it's making me wonder okay, is Billy more, I'm sorry, Willie more than just a pacifist? Is he a say no to drugs kind of guy? It sure seems that way, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it did. And it's funny because, you know, they're talking about dating and, you know, Willie's like, oh, how's Chico going to react when you find out that you snuck out on him? And lo and behold, the car behind them is Chico. Yeah. A briefcase full of, well, we're going to assume loaded guns. Right. Lots of weapons. Yeah. Three, uh, three guns and plenty of bullets. If you're driving essentially in the desert, how do you not see this car behind you the whole time? Exactly. Ay, ay, ay. So then we get to make a little pit stop. And it's kind of funny. <laughs> Just because, because apparently they stop at Creepy Daniel's Bar, which is chock full of hippies. Yeah. It looked like they walked into the uh, <laughs> the commune there. Right, and they're talking about deadheads, and I'm like, "Oh God, are are you at a like a deadhead concert? What is going on?" <laughs> but say is like, "Hey, hippies have drugs," which this is the first time that it seems like say is on board for something like that. Right, and say is like, "Marcus, give me your money because you know I've what was it? I run the champagne room, and I know how to deal with these people and get drugs." Drugs that aren't bunk. Right. It's like, I can handle this and score my own. And you knew right then, things right. weren't going to be right. <laughs> yeah, this is not going to go well. No. So Marcus decides to talk to Billy for a minute, you know, making sure that they're really going to go through with the plan to kill his dad. 
Yeah. And it's kind of sad because Billy, with everything, obviously, this is not something he really wants to deal with. But he's like, if my dad doesn't die and die soon, my little brother's off to Kings and my mother's dead. Right. But I was wondering if his mother was going to be killed by the mob or just because his father like beats on her. Right. It, it was because of her, his dad. Okay. At least like, that's I, how I took it was that, yeah, he was figuring that, yeah, the his little brother would be in Kings before he's 10. And his mom would end up being dead because his dad threw a fit and killed her. Oh, this guy is such a jackass. Yeah. Well, Willie's like, come on. We, we want to get out of this hippie paradise. So hurry up and score. Let's get out. And oh, Billy apparently falls in love really quick with a girl with a guitar. Now, what the hell is Petra going to think? She's recovering from injuries. And Billy's already out messing around. Oh, Better hope that I, doesn't get back to her. Yeah, somehow I don't think they're going to tell Petra. But at the same time, Petra did sleep with uh, Victor. Yeah, that's true. And after what we've seen at the end of the last episode, I mean, what if Petra actually is feeling sorry for Victor and they somehow start dating and vice versa, you know? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just like making this face like, mm, yeah, let's not hope not. Yeah. But Billy goes off with the guitar girl, the guitar hippie. Right. Who's standing in the doorway of a bus. <laughs> that is. That, yeah. Uh, my well. Chevy van is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What I thought of was the song <laughs> Chevy Van. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it because Marcus ends up then buying some acid off a hippie. And I'm like, all right, you know, this isn't right. Because the guy asked for like big money, too. And right. Marcus, yeah, here. Now okay. Where did you get all that money? From the bet. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Right. Chico, Chico owed him money. Paid, paid him the $100. That's right. And how did the guy know that that's exactly what Marcus had? Yeah. <laughs> Well, he offers Willie some, and Willie, of course, says no, because it just seems like this is not going to be his scene. No. And then we go inside to the bathroom, and we see Sayan Maria doing cocaine. I was a little surprised. I really didn't think we were going to see Sayan doing anything. Right. No, she was all in for the party. Right. And but her and I'm Maria still... were going to Vegas to party. They, you know, of course... Marcus and Billy aren't going to tell inform them what they're going to Vegas for. See, so, I really thought they would. Yeah, I don't think so, because they were too much. It's party time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, when Marcus mentions, you know, going to Vegas, the girls and Willie say, hey, count me in. I'm up for some fun. Yeah, I just feel like had they told them, they would still be all in. It's possible, but, I guess. But maybe not partying as much right i love it willie's like uh you feel anything yet acid king since you know marcus <laughs> proclaimed his kingness <laughs> he's like i think it's bunk yeah wah, wah. <laughs> i was thinking it was just gonna like hit him huge later right and of course the girls are like hey we got some primo stuff let me have your money and he's like um well you see <laughs> You were yeah. right without saying right. you were right. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'll just get a drink. 
and of course the bartender just laughs at him in his fake ID, which cracks me up. Oh, I'm like, yeah. all right, how bad is this fake ID? Now I'll be honest, I never had a fake ID. Right, me neither. So, like, I don't know how bad this one was, but well, he's got such a baby face. There's no yeah. way he's old enough. And what's to... bad is I think he's like 22, but he yeah. really does look way younger. Yeah. But uh, let's let's go back. The bartender laughing at him. You kind of feel bad, right? But hey, look at who's back in a different role. Yeah, multiple roles in this yes. episode. It's Ryan Robbins, hippie man. Yeah. I loved he, him. I did. I was like, I love this character. Of course, way better than the original character we've seen him as. Oh, yeah. And he, he's like trying to sell him some ass. And like, yeah, it's probably bunk. And he's like, no, here, I'll give you these 10 hits. And then if you like it, maybe I'll come back and you'll buy some. I'm like, okay. It's really what, visual. <laughs> what kind of setup is this? Yeah. Good old window pane. Oh, yeah. my. <laughs> So, Saya and Maria each take a hit, and Willie's trying to say no, and Saya's like, nope, nope, right in his tongue. <laughs> and Poor I Willie. At, yeah. He's like, what the hell? And Marcus is like, whatever, it's bug. And he's like, takes the rest. The other seven hit. Yeah. And these were small. Right. And I'm assuming that's like what acid is. I've never yeah. done it. So, I'm going to But... Normally, you do the one little tiny square, and you're good. <laughs> and the next thing we know, we see Marcus, and I'm laughing. He's, like, under the car, freaking yeah. out, because the digital mountains are coming. And I love it because the girls are like, what the hell are you talking about? And Willie's like, the, the mountains are coming. It's going to be a long time before they go away. So he's tripping hard off of the little hit, and the girls are like, they're probably tripping, but nowhere near no. to this level. No. I mean, yeah, they're, he's tripping seven times, maybe even eight because of the first one he took. Right. Like maybe it times you know, more than they are. Yeah. <laughs> and oh my God. So when Billy comes back and he's like, oh, I totally got a blowjob for her for, for a pair of Steve Miller tickets. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Free love, I guess. Well, not quite so free, but yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I love Billy trying to talk him out from, from under the car. He's like, hey, buddy, let's get you a bed. I got us all booked up at Big Top, Big Top. And I'm thinking, oh, cripes. If this is like Circus Circus, which I'm assuming it was supposed right. to be. Right, absolutely. And he's tripping now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. And yeah, it pretty much does go that route. Oh, absolutely. I love Fortunately, Billy was the only one that was straight, so at least he drove him into Vegas. Oh, I'd yeah, hate yeah. to have seen what happened if <laughs> any of the others were driving. It was amazing, though, because what they did with all the um, animation oh, and the lights. And, amazing, yes. Oh, that was just so cool. And I love it. They're all just, like, staring at everything. Right, yeah, they're just Billy. completely engulfed in what they're seeing. <laughs> I felt bad for Billy because he's just like, uh, I gotta deal with all these idiots, okay? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So they make it to the hotel and finally up to the room and say, it's like telling Marcus, oh, we'll take care of you. Yeah, okay. And I feel like, I don't know how well you're going to be able to take care of him. Right. 
is just freaking out. <laughs> He's seeing everything. Oh my god. It was really cool though what they were showing. Oh yeah. And it was kind of freaking me out to watch <laughs> it. And then we go back to the police station or the security station with Master Lin sitting next to him and I'm like, "Oh crap. Okay, we're going back and forth. So what's happening?" Yeah, how did he get and, in this mess? <laughs> yeah, and you hear, you know, what Lin said, uh cowards don't belong in his school. Right. And I'm like Oh, man, what's going to happen? I'm thinking Marcus is getting expelled, and if they get expelled, they're probably killed anyway. Right. And, you know, Marcus starts thinking, how much longer can I last? And if I'll ever have a friend after this? And he starts having this weird 80s sitcom moment, like he's <laughs> watching himself and Billy in like an 80s sitcom, and it yeah. turns out it's like the television. Yeah. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. It's Oh, it was so was weird. It? Bosom buddies. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yes, I think so. And then all of a sudden, like, he's watching Ghostbusters, and it was just weird. Yeah. Because he's back in the, the now, or his right. now. And Marcus, apparently, for uh, the umpteenth time, asked Billy where everybody was, and he's like, they went to get smokes and snacks. I keep telling you this. And he's like, oh, dude, he is so far gone. Yeah. And how is he going to be able to help Billy? Right, because Billy's like, my dad's in the next room. Or yeah, I set up the door so it won't close, and it'll you know let us know. It's like, what? Boy, that was bad timing. Yeah. Because Marcus is like tripping again and just laying on the bed, smoking a cigarette. And then you start hearing like pounding on the wall. Right. And he gets up and he kind of creeps next door. And you see Billy getting, you know, the crap beat out of him. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, his dad okay now first of all that was not what i expected when we actually seen his dad like full on right and he what was it what was that crap with oh i only ever wanted respect so you started to beat that crap out of everybody around you yeah absolutely oh yeah 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 so, he's he's definitely got a gambling problem which is just like being an alcoholic mm -hmm. the further you get in it's the more pressure and you just start losing it. Well, even his dad ended up turning on Marcus because Marcus kind of like hits him. Well, not kind of hits him with a chair and his dad starts kind of hitting on Marcus. And he's like, what are you, his boyfriend? I'm like, yeah. uh, and, we'll and he inadvertently ends up killing his father because he kicks him off himself and he trips on Billy. Who's not, you know, on the floor and the guy hits his head and he ends up killing himself. Right. And I kind of feel because of that setup, they could have just left it. Right. But Marcus is like, we need to get rid of the body. We need to hide it. I'm like, but you want them to know he's dead. Right. I don't know if hiding it was the way to go. And since it looks like he tripped and hit his head, I thought it would have been fine. Right. But, but Marcus is on acid, so he's that's freaking true. out. And it was so sad, though, when it happened because you had, like, Billy mad and crying right. over the body. And then you see like this moment where it's Marcus looking at him. So it's like, okay, is this supposed to be almost like what we've seen with flashbacks in regards to everything being a cartoon? Because right. you see like a cartoon younger version of Billy over the body crying. Yeah. Which is actually out of the comic. So I did see that far ahead. Right. So I thought that was really cool though, how they did that. And, you know, Marcus still trying to be like, well, we, we got to move the body. 
So off they go. We don't know what they did with the body. No. Because I'm like, it looks like they're moving around to the bed. I'm like, are you throwing it out the window? What are you doing? <laughs> I was really confused. Yeah. And how how did you clean up the blood? But I guess that's neither here nor there. Right. So they go down and all of a sudden we get an iced tea machine. Um, and that's the wrapper, iced tea. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to Marcus, which was funny. And I loved it because he was actually did the voice. Yeah. Because they do talk about that. I'm sorry, they don't talk about it. They uh, had his name in the credits. My apologies. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, Ice Because I'm like, oh, Ice T's in this episode. <laughs> What's he going to be? I'm thinking he's going to be another, you know, oh, it's a like slot teacher. Machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So he's like, yeah, put a coin in, which of course he wins. And that's when he gets busted. Like, God, how much did he even win? What was it? Like a hundred bucks, probably. Cause yeah, it was maybe a thousand or two. But quarter. Yeah, wasn't that much but underage you aren't allowed in the casino or to be gambling so that's drag him into their office and and the guy oh my god that was the weirdest moment the security guard (laughs) because as he's he's doing this he's like talking about his really bad version of the fake ID right. and the ID is getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> it was like an Alice in Wonderland thing. Right. And the guy's head's getting bigger. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> You're seeing it from Marcus's perspective. But it was funny too. Cause I, I almost forgot to say we get, this is where we get the other Ryan Robbins character, right. like convincing him. Yeah. Put a, put a coin in the slot. Is he going to be like all these different weird characters this season? Is that what it is? Well, he definitely got to play four or five in this episode, that's for sure. Now, hopefully we get to see him as different characters as the season goes along. That's, that would be great, because yeah, I love Robbie. <laughs> Robbins. Why do I call him Robbie? Anyway, he ends up getting let go from security, and Lynn is with him and is escorting him out. And he's like, you should call your mom. And then that's when we realize Lynn isn't there. Right. So as this weird thing is happening... He gets into the elevator, and then somebody gets in the elevator with him. And I love it because he's like, what do I say? I forgot elevator etiquette. etiquette." (laughs) And I'm thinking, what is elevator etiquette? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, he's tripping, and I'm like, huh. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, makes me think. And next thing you know, the elevator gets stopped. And it turns around, it's the creepy guy who was his bunkmate. Yeah. And I'm like, is he really there? Right. Because I don't know, because Marcus is tripping. I have no idea. Because if this kid was trying to find him and he was trying to find the school, how the hell is this kid in Vegas? He went to the school and found out that that's where Marcus went. So he's was probably in the car behind Chico. <laughs> I'm like, is that guy really there? And his face is all melty. And I'm like, well, Marcus hasn't seen him because the kid's like, oh, you didn't think I survived. And I'm, I need to get my book deal and get on Donahue. Yeah. So I do this big top style. And I'm like, all right, this has got to not be real. <laughs> you would think. Because I am super confused how the kid got there. Like, I, I am still at this point, I'm a hundred percent sure that he's not really there. Marcus is just tripping. Right. Because why is the kid just get off the elevator and walk away then? Right. If he wanted. To get Marcus back so bad, you'd think he would have killed him right there in the elevator. But apparently he's had a change of heart and he needs to be a big star. Yeah, this is weird. Yeah. (laughs) This guy is 
one messed up mofo. I guess we'll see where that goes. Right. Well, he gets back to the room and he's pounding on the door and it turns out Maria is in the room. She had gone down to the pool. Apparently she can function pretty well. Yeah. And Maria lets him in and they're talking and she admits because he sees the passport that she wanted to run away. Right. And next thing you know, they're making out and she's like, oh, here's a here's a discovery we weren't expecting. She's like, have you ever been laid on acid? He's like, I've never been laid. It's like, oh, I'm wondering if that's going to come back because she didn't say anything. Right. They just start making it out. And next thing you know, Chico butts in. How does Chico just bust in? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, apparently he was some somehow was able to uh, either bribe somebody at the front desk to give up the room number that they were staying in or something. It was crazy. And of course he starts shooting, but thankfully he kind of sucks. Yeah, just a little. And- he can shoot somebody from point blank range, but a moving target, not so much. Yeah. And, you know, Marcus is still high. This is like the ongoing thing. I, I don't think he's, he was ever not high. No. And, you know, Maria's like, what are you doing? Run. And she has her crap. What are they? The fans. Right. With the blade. And ends up cutting Chico's hand to at least give Marcus a chance to run. Right. And Chico's chasing him and they end up crashing into a convenience store glass. And... I mean, he's just getting a beat down. Yeah. Like, Chico's super pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and next thing you know, Marcus is waking up to some weird chocolate elephant thing talking to him. Right. And Chico has a gun on him by the store clerk because he's like, don't move. Well, things don't go so well for the store clerk. No. Marcus Chico. ended up making his way to it, the alley and into a trash. Yeah, a dumpster. <laughs> dumpster. And, and Chico tells him, get out of that damn dumpster. Yeah, and I'm kind of surprised he's just not going to kill him in the dumpster. Right. I don't know, because he's just like, I'm having a bad day. <laughs> I I thought it was really funny. And I'm like, okay, this is funny, except. Yeah. <laughs> except. Like, you know, things are going to go bad. Yep. And, you know, Chico, he like throws the gun that he took from the guy on the store clerk. Onto the ground, and he's like, there, fair fight, get the gun. What? How's that fair? You just beat the shit out of him. Right, yeah. And he can, can't even got, hardly get up. <laughs> yeah, you still got the knife on him. Like, okay. Oh, my gosh. So, thankfully, everybody else gets there. I mean, there was some more beating, but. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, Willie has the gun, and he can't pull the trigger. And, oh, my gosh, the amount of crap that Chico's talking. Oh, but, yeah. In this time period, Chico also cut Billy, like stabbed him right right in the stomach. And I'm like, oh, my God, that, yeah. don't come back from that. Not easy. No. And Chico's just talking smack with all of this, too. And he's yelling at Maria, like, my family saved you. You were nothing. And she's like, your family used me. They used this pretty little Chica to get close to anybody to get where they Set can plant yeah. She's like, your family whored me out. And he's like, but I loved you. It's like, eh, no, you think you love me because you were using me. Right. And Chico's like super pissed and he like ignores her. No, he pushed her, right? Yeah, he pushed her. And then he turns and he's going to kill Marcus. 
And Bria gets up with her fans and slices his throat. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I was not expecting that. No. I, I really think... thought Willie was going to do it. Right. Yeah. I thought Willie was was going to man up and pull the trigger too, but he didn't. And that was the only hope Marcus has would, was that Maria would finally stand up to Chico and use that fan. Which I did. was so surprised. Yeah. But I think it was Maria stepping up because he's like, because, you know, they're like, you can't do this. Lynn will find out. And he's like, Lynn's not going to find any of you. Yeah. And I think that's what it was, really. Not so much Willie, you know, realizing, crap, I really can't do this. What am I going to do? Marcus being on the ground, Billy bleeding. Because I, I believe Saya could have done it, but she was holding Billy and kind of helping hold his guts in. Right. But. When Maria realized all of her friends are truly in like, trouble. at risk. Yeah. Yeah. Right at that moment. And I'm like, okay, so is he really dead? Because he's laying there, but I think we know how I feel about that. Right. Unless we know he's dead. <laughs> yeah. I, he's dead. I mean, there was a lot of blood coming out of that throat. So, yeah, I think he is. But Melted Face shows up after they get out of there. That's the only reason when he, because right. everybody was gone and he's looking over Chico's body and I don't even remember what he said. Yeah, some but, little nursery rhyme thing. And it's like, right. But he's, what? I'm like, okay, so since he's there, I guess this means he was really there. Yeah. Which is still weird. I'm still confused. Yeah. So I'm sure Bunkmate is going to use this against Marcus. Everybody. Yeah. And uh, the rest of them, but especially Marcus. Mm -hmm. Now he has evidence that Marcus is a killer, or so he thinks. Yeah, I'm like, everybody seems to think Marcus has done a whole lot more than he has at this point. Yeah. So they're on the ride home, and we hear, like, uh, Marcus speaking. He's not talking in the, it's his, uh, what's it called? Voiceover. Yeah. <laughs> and we find out that their student guidebooks have, you know, places to go, back alley medical help. Yep. And the drugs have worn off, but they give him Valium to keep him going. I'm like thinking Valium calms you down. Right. And makes you tired. <laughs> but whatever. Keeps him going to get home. And then you see Marcus and Maria in the back and they kiss and he lays his head on her shoulder. But he's looking at Saya in the rearview mirror and she looks so upset. Yes. And at first I thought that was a tear. And then it ended up just being like a light reflection. Yeah, but maybe it wasn't. Oh. Because it did look like there was something on her cheek. Even, you know, that little spot that we saw, that was definitely, a, you know, on the rear view mirror. But I think there was something down the side of her face there. Ah, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, she said that the whole thing was just because she needed him to get back there. Cause she was, he was her assignment. Right. I'm like, wait, was it really not, you know, and she really had feelings and now she's yeah. mad at Maria or. Yeah, this is going to be quite interesting to see how this plays out because, you know, say and Maria had that little discussion about Marcus. Mm -hmm. And then after last episode, Saya actually grabs Marcus's hand. Right. So, yeah, there might be some tension between those besties before long. Well, maybe it was the whole tension thing and 
Like, once they get back, Maria is not going to try to get with them. Who knows? Right. We can hope. Yeah. They, they can stay the breakfast club instead of uh, <laughs> anything more. Well, then, next thing we know, Saya, like, flips up the mirror so she doesn't have to look at anyone. Yeah. So, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm really worried now because I like everybody. Right. Ugh. All right. Well, let's hope. I don't ship anyone, so except maybe Petra and Billy. Right. But after this one, who knows? As long as everybody stays alive at this point, I'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> we may have gotten rid of the one that we dislike the most, so that should maybe bring the the rats and some of the legacy closer together. I would think, but now we got creepy guy. Yeah. So who knows what's happening? Well, what do you guys think about the episode? Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Let us know your thoughts and what you think is going to happen or who you ship. We'll happily talk about it. And while you're at it, if you can head over to www.fangirlzone.com and check out our, our randomness on the website. And let us know if there's any cons in your area that we need to put information up about because my con page is lacking because I only have so many cons by me that are hitting me up. So also, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you find us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. We do hope you're enjoying the podcast and definitely make all your friends watch the show. Definitely. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. Human interaction is just a manipulation dance, a way for people to get what they want from each other. And until next time.